This is a summary of the third Sikha of Parshas Bereshis. Look at the Sikha's Chelek Yud. This is a classic Rashi Sikha, even though it's not the usual style of a Rashi Sikha, but it's a, this is a classic. Um, the Rebbe discusses why Rashi doesn't comment, but then he ends up focusing on a different Rashi earlier in the Parsha, which helps resolve everything. But the custom for the summary is that we go straight to the Psukim, and everything that's recorded in Nashi will become clarified through our discussion of the Psukim. The episode of the snake in the garden in the Torah, the talking snake. Of course, for non-believers, this has been the greatest idea, a source of ridicule and ridiculous and that the authors of the Bible didn't know that animals can't talk, as if it's a discovery that we discovered today, that animals don't talk. And uh, you'll also hear things like the, the, the Bible, now we know that sun provides light, but the Bible says that God created light before the sun, as if it wasn't obvious to anyone thousands of years ago that light comes from the sun. So this is a story in the Torah, a classical story. The, 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 the snake speaks to the Chava, seduces her, convinces her to eat from the forbidden tree, and she shares it with her husband, etc. Now there are those Rishayim who uh, trans, who learn, there's many different ways of learning the story in the episode, to take it on a very physical level, the Chizuskuni says that actually the tree, the, the snake itself ate from the tree of knowledge. And that's how it gained that knowledge and the abilities that it had because of this magical tree. Rashi never mentions that. There's no such notion within Rashi. On the contrary, the Pasuk seems to say, it describes the snake, and it says, Arur Hanachash Hayarur Mikol Chayasada was intelligent. More than all the beasts of the of the of the world that Hashem created. So, in other words, the snake was given intelligence, and indeed, our sages tell us in the Gemara that Hashem intended, if there would have been no sin, that man is supposed to devote his energies to greater things in life. In terms of his day-to-day needs, it should really be dealt with by lower species. And the snake was going to serve as the Shamish Hagadol, the great servant. Every human being would get a snake or two who would deal with uh, with bringing your needs and dealing with your needs and tending to you, essentially. Similar to the world that we're going to be entering soon with robots, etc. The messianic era, where we focus on things that are important in life instead of dealing with basic necessities. So that was the snake. Hashem created the snake and it had the ability to speak and it had the ability to think and it seduced Chava. The question is that when Hashem curses the snake, he doesn't, he gives a bunch of a list of curses to the snake. But it doesn't say about regarding the curse to take away its intelligence and the curse to take away its power of speech. Why is that? Why didn't God explicitly curse it when he said that? Now the truth is, the words that he uses from the outset of the curse to the snake, Hashem tells the snake, you will be more cursed than all the animals on the face of the earth. Now, what does that in itself even mean? So does it mean literally it's the most cursed animal? 
that uh, that would be an interesting explanation. The Rebbe's problem with that explanation, I'll say a practical problem that I don't I don't see the Rebbe asking, but perhaps you could ask. We we see so many animals which probably suffer more than a snake. There are animals which only live for a few days, and they suffer and they're blind and then and they, you know. They, and we don't know the mysteries of God, of Hashem, why he created this animal and that animal and the purpose of each of each species. But uh, what the Rebbe says regarding this curse, so uh, by definition, that curse should really include the idea of losing intelligence and losing speech, etc. The problem is that when it goes on to list the actual curses to the snake, among the list of curses to the snake is that you'll walk on your belly, right? You won't, you'll lose your legs. They used to have legs. By the way, nowadays we discover that if you if you read uh, if you read the university level uh, textbooks, the classic uh, a classic example that's given for evolution is that we we know now that snakes used to have feet. Uh, another classical example is the tailbone of a human being, which both of these are discussed by the Teda. In our episode, the snake lost his feet, and uh, in the tractate of Adiv, and I believe Daf Zayin, the Gemara talks how Adam Adishan was created with a tail. And uh, and the discussion between Rav and Shmuel, but in any event, the uh, the 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 curse of the Teda, the Teda says you'll be more cursed. But then when it goes on, it says you're gonna you're gonna al So the Rebbe asks, we know before the curse there were worms, there were there were all kinds of crawly creatures which didn't have feet. So by definition, if you say you're more cursed than all the animals of the world, surely it means you'll lose your feet. So then why do you have to go ahead and start spelling out that you'll lose your feet? You'll be on your stomach. Um, doesn't make any sense. And if, if you're already saying it, then you should say that you're going to take away your speech and take away your brains, etc. Your intelligence. So the Rebbe actually learns a very interesting thing. The Rebbe says that actually... It doesn't really mean cursed than all the animals. In fact, there's a few extra words in the verse which explain to us what's going on here. Hashem turns to the snake and he says, Because you did this, you're more cursed than all the animals of the thing. Those, why is Hashem saying those words? Because you did this. Why else would Hashem curse the snake? What's going on? Snebbe says that what's going on is <coughs> that Hashem is explaining in what way What's the reason you're going to be more cursed than everything else? And what items am I, am I going to curse you more than everything else? And Hashem is basically telling him that the things that you used to kiasisa zois, because you did this, I'm going to take the items with which you did this. And with that, I'm going to make you more cursed than the other creatures of the world. And it's what we refer to in Yiddishkeit, as midah connected midah, Hashem does measure for measure. So the things that you used, I'm going to make you more cursed than everyone else. The Rebbe says that more than anything, in fact, even more than intelligence, the most important tool in the in the actualization and the sin of getting chava to sin was 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 the power of speech, was the ability of speech. In fact, speech is the actualization of one's intelligence. If, if the snake was intelligent but had no power of speech, then it's only intelligent really potentially in its ability, 
you know, maybe we'd use it in the zoo. It could it could do brilliant back belly flops and and like a dolphin and backstrokes. But uh, but there's no way to actualize actualize its ability of of intelligence. By way saying it's intelligent, it means the speech. And therefore, when Hashem says, "Because you did this, I'm going to curse you more than other things," the primary focus and idea is going on its power of speech that Hashem is going to take away. Its power of speeches that doesn't have the power to make howls and roars and grunts and and even the sounds that other animals can make. No. It actually can't make any sound. The only sound it can make is like the lack of a sound. It's more like a hiss. It's the, it's the ear passing through its mouth. It's stuck without being able to have any communication, any any way of expressing itself. I think what the Rebbe means is uh, 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 regarding one point is is not necessarily that the snake is now stupider than all animals in the world. I don't think the Rebbe is making that suggestion. Even though there is a certain lack of intelligence, seemingly, um, uh, I, this is off the record, that uh, that I think we see by a snake, the fact that it can't be trained, you know, and it doesn't communicate with human beings the way other animals do. They're, they're, they seem to almost be dead. There's like a, there's a disconnect almost. It's a it's a very interesting thing with a snake. So maybe there is something that Hashem did to its mind as well, but uh, but uh, but perhaps. Having a modicum of, of of intelligence without any method of communication, just left with a hiss and so on. Maybe that's the biggest punishment you could give. But in any event, the Reb is learning that when Hashem says in the Torah, "You're more cursed than all the animals," it means in these specific items. Now, the reason why Hashem had to go on and spell out the curses that it went on to spell out, you'll, you'll walk on your stomach and so on. You'll go on your stomach, is because in the end of the day. Hashem wanted to curse him for these things because they're connected to the sin as well. However, they're not included in the original curse because they're, you know, the snake could have done caused Chava to eat from the tree without legs also. So it's not the legs per se, which uh, which which Hashem which Hashem, that uh, that caused that allowed the sin to happen, right? It's a uh, so you're going to say, oh, there was music playing when the snake seduced her, so now that's banned music forever for the rest of the world. That's not how it works. You take the direct things which caused her to sin, right? So, for example, uh, it says that he he desired Chava. That's why he wanted to, to, to seduce her, that to kill Adam, and then he would be, he would have a relationship with her. So now... That's a thing, and, and that's why one of the curses actually is that there will be animosity between human beings and snakes forever. But it's not that, or at least Tomashiach comes, whatever it is, but it's not that the, uh, the that itself is what caused the sin to happen, Hashem. Right? It was, a, it was a reason, the ambience, it's what led the sin to take place, but it's not part of the actual sin itself. Hashem told the snake, because you did these things, I'm going to curse you in this thing, and the primary curse really is losing its human-like potential and abilities. Now it's very interesting. Earlier, um, earlier in the parsha, when Hashem said He created the snake smarter than all the animals in the face of the earth, so Rashi says, Rashi over there says that that your downfall is based on your greatness. So because you're more intelligent, you're more cursed than everybody. So the Rebbe learned something fascinating. 
And, uh, and again, it really explains the story to us in a way that it wasn't understood before that ever. The, you know, the Pusik sounds funny. It was smarter than all the animals. Animals aren't smart enough. You go to the smartest animal. They're not going to seduce a human being to do something. You're saying it's smarter than all the animals. What, do you mean smarter than, what does that even mean? You want to say the Pusik should have said the animals were smart. I mean, the snake was smart. It's telling you that Hashem created a smart beast. It was smart. It should have said Arum, right? Arum, right? It was very smart or it was smart. What do you mean smarter than all the animals? So Rashi, the Rebbe says that really was Rashi's question. And Rashi says that that is what Rashi is coming to answer. That you were smarter, that because Hashem gave you a position of greatness, of course you're still lower than a human being. That's why it was going to be our slaves or servants or whatever you want to call it. However, the uh, you were given this greatness. You, so you, you were an animal, but you were made greater and superior to all the other animals. Hashem says because of that, and you utilized it in the wrong way, you became lower than all the animals. So in other words, it wasn't enough for Hashem to just remove its speech. And now it could growl and roar and whatever else, howl, you know, etc. No, now it has to be worse than all the animals. Utter me call. And the Rebbe says that's even, Rashi even refers to it over there. That's what Rashi says, that based on its intelligence and its greatness. And as the Rebbe explains it, it means the greatness of it, of its intelligence. The fact that its intelligence is able to be expressed um, uh, through speech. And uh, and that is what the Rebbe tells us about the general story from the perspective of Rashi. There's many other perspectives, but Rashi is the simple reading of the text. And this is Rashi's understanding of the story. And Rashi takes it literally, and he takes it, and, and the Rebbe explains to us um, what it means. The, le- the lesson on a spiritual level, the spiritual level, the Rebbe says, is that if it works in one direction, it works the other direction. That if when we say that you're the most ble- the, cur- the most smart and the most great and the most potential, that means that you have to become the most cursed. It's so too it goes in the reverse. That from the greatest curse, you could go to the greatest level of heights and holiness, which is the ultimate level of Mashiach, when uh, the snake will indeed be restored. The Rebbe doesn't say that in the Sikha, but I think it tells that elsewhere um, to its place in history. And we see Moshe Rabbeinu used the, the snake to heal the Jewish people. It, it killed the Jewish people. And then he used the pole with the snake to heal the Jewish people. So there's this transformation which works both ways from, from the most wicked to the, to, to, to the bad, to the good, and then from the good to the bad.